0: Twenty minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast Saturday April 20th
1: 2019 pack a day your 24 7 365 day your pack a day podcast I'm Jake Turner of Packers talk and joining me is my partner in crime Thirty-two years in the business and counting. The guy won't retire, folks. I'm just gonna say it. Mark Echol of BobAgainFootball.com joining me. Mark, how you doing? I'm good. I'm oh, I'm, I'm retired, Jake. Believe me, I'm retired. <laughs> I don't work like I don't work nearly as hard as hard as I as I did for those
2: thirty-two years. The last couple of years, I just uh, I help Bob out. I I enjoy my time doing the, the Pack a Day podcast with you <laughs> and when Andy needs a little help. But oh, I'm retired. Believe
1: me. <laughs> So, how many hours did you do when you were working compared to now? Oh God! Um, well, just think about. It, I mean, I covered the
2: Eagles. I mean, I, I worked twelve. You know, anywhere from eight to twelve hour days every day during the season and off draft stuff and off season. And I had my vacation time. Don't get me wrong. But now, I now I work about. I probably work more. I probably work more in a day than I do in a month.
1: How's, how's that? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. All right, we got a lot to get into here. The 2019 NFL Draft is just T-minus five days away. Thursday evening. About
2: the... time, right? Man, it's good. Does it seem to you that this draft it, it took longer than ever?
1: Oh, yes. It, it always feels like that. But then when the NFL schedule comes out, that means it's a week before the NFL Draft, which means finally... We're going to be able to talk to what we're about to talk here. And we have been given the task of talking about defensive line and come from a guy who who has played defensive line before. I'm really excited to get into this because watching a lot of tape and game film. I'm really excited to see what we can do with this because I got a couple of good picks in the first round or wait until the third round for this guy. So we'll get into that as well. Mark, first off, the first defensive lineman that comes to mind for the Packers, who do you think?
2: Well, see, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to take a defensive lineman. Much. I mean, they might take one. they like, like you said, third round, fourth round, maybe. Yeah. Right. Again, I mean, they the Packers because of what they did in free agency. Um, they set themselves up where, at pick number twelve, they can. They don't have to take a specific uh, need. Mm-hmm. They could take and, – and they shouldn't. I mean, I saw teams get in trouble. I've seen it through the years. We've the Packers. I've seen it with, with other teams. When you draft for need, you get hurt. Let's be honest. I mean, sometimes you get a guy, but you passed up three or four players who were who better. i give you a great example. Back in 1997 – let me think this for a second. 97. Okay. Philadelphia Eagles could have had what may have been the greatest draft in NFL history. If they would have done this. In the first round, well, in in the second round of that that draft, they selected Brian Dawkins, a safety from Clemson, who turned out to be the best safety in Eagle history, one of the best defensive players in Eagle history, and the only Clemson player to ever make the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So great pick in the second round, right? In the first round, they had a chance to take a linebacker from Miami named Ray Lewis.
1: Oh, no. (laughs)
2: But they passed on Ray Lewis because linebacker wasn't oppressing me. They could they needed one, but they had a couple older guys. That, instead, they needed an offensive lineman, and they selected a guy that turned out to be a pretty good guard in Jermaine Mayberry. But could you imagine okay. a draft that would have been, that would have included Ray Lewis in the first round and Brian Dawkins in the second round? Two Hall of Famers, two you know multiple Pro Bowls for that would have been one of the greatest drafts in NFL history, right?
1: Without question, for the Eagles' defense, they especially what they, they situations for me they had, over yeah,
2: the best player, and they passed on Ray Lewis. So I'm just saying, getting back, I, I went way off on a tangent there, but the <laughs> you Packers always 12, do. <laughs> the Packers at twelve. Getting back to our point here, they, you know. If, and it, it very well could be the best player on the board at twelve is, is a defensive lineman because there's so many good defensive linemen in this draft. It's far and away
1: yes, there the is.
2: deepest and most talented position in this draft. Uh, I do happen to think a lot of them are going to go early because it's so it's so good. Um, they're they you know I think a lot of guys are going to go now. There, there's a couple guys uh, we, we may disagree. We'll we'll find out as we go along. Some guys that are being hyped up, I'm personally not that crazy about.
1: Okay, give me one. Give me, give me one that you're not crazy about. That the media is crazy about. And Gary from Michigan. Thank you. I'm, I am totally with you on that one because I watched his game film and I looked at it and you're I was doing. like, okay, you know, he's a Michigan guy, and one of the things about Michigan, aside from being Brandon Graham, they really don't pan out very well. They're injury prone, and he had a couple of times when in the last season where I just kind of sat there and went, do you want to play or not? Because it just kind of felt like he wasn't really helping his way with his attitude issues on the field and just not being able to produce. Watching him and run defense was a huge issue for me uh, as well. If I want a guy, and I I really feel like if the Packers take one at 12 or 30 and this guy's on the board, Cleland Farrell for the Clemson Tigers.
2: Oh, I love you, Jake. That's my he's my my guy. My top five players in this draft. I love Farrell. I loved him last year. I'm shocked he went back to school, and God bless him. He went back to school and won a national title.
1: But there's something. And there's something there too, Mark, about Cleveland Farrell that worked. Is the thing about Farrell is is that he understood that his run defense was a problem. And that's why he went back to school. That's why he went back with Davo Sweeney. And he becomes one of the top run stoppers in college football. And it's amazing what those reps will do to help him because I feel like this guy is a pro-ready guy. He's a team guy. He's a one that really just wants to get his name out there. And coming from a military-based family, that just makes it even better.
2: Listen, if he's there at 12 and the Packers take him, I'll drive down to Clemson, pick him up, and drive him to Wisconsin. (laughs) I'm, I'm on the right. They need me to do that. I'll do it. Or I take him to the airport. They, they probably want to fly. But I'll go. I'll drive from here to Clemson. It's about three about three hours away. I'll go get him. I'll I'll put him in Michael. I'll take him to the airport. I'll I'll get him all ready. I'll do whatever. Oliver. I would be out of my mind if if, if, if he, first of all, I I don't. He should not be there as well. I I think he should be a top. Six.
1: I don't know. I think people are going to go for Ed Oliver, and maybe Farrell will still be oh, there. I hope
2: you're right. I hope you're right. I'm saying, what well, he should He's better than all those guys. He's better than Oliver. He's better than Gary. He's better than Quet. He's better than all of them. But, you know, you're right. Teams do stupid things. I help all these quarterbacks, though.
1: Okay, okay, so I'll give you a stupid pick. All right? And because I felt like he just blew it out of his rear. And that was Ja'Kai Polite. I was so mad at how bad Polite looked at the Combine during the IQ test. And just the way he just looked like, I don't care anymore. I'm gonna get drafted. And I'm sitting here going, You were the one of the hardest hitting players in college football. We need that kind of attitude in Green Bay. And you come out in the combine and you look like a fool. And that really just yeah. set me off there. Turned me off yeah, no. just as much yep. as Rashawn Gary.
2: We we agree again. I don't yeah, I don't although what if he, if he's there at forty four, do you think about it?
1: No, I don't. Because I'd rather know, go get no, because I'd rather go get this guy. Defensive end out of the University of Boston College, Zach Allen. This guy is a versatile machine that nobody talks yeah. about. And I watched his game film. Mind. No, go ahead, Mark.
2: No, I don't mind him at all. At, at forty four you're talking.
1: At forty four, yeah. yes. Yes. This this yeah. is my sleeper pick right here. Zach Allen, defensive end him. out of Boston College, because he can't just play defensive end. He can play outside linebacker. So, I mean, let's say Zadarius Smith is lined up as a defensive end. You can put him as a pass rusher out there, switch him in with Reggie Gilbert, and really get some good reps out of him. The guy knows how to shut down the passing game. He knows how to get inside, knock that ball out of the quarterback's hand. He's fast. He's elusive. And he's not just a guy that runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's a very intelligent, football IQ-heavy person, and I really loved his game, film.
2: Oh yeah, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind him if, again, depending on what they do. Now, if they take Farrell at twelve, then I don't want Allen at forty-four. Right,
1: right. I mean, if they, make a choice. Now, but, yes. but you're right.
2: If if Farrell's if gone and they wind up taking whatever, you know, a different position at twelve, yeah, I wouldn't mind Allen at forty-four at all. Actually, mm, I he I wouldn't even say he he wouldn't even be that much of a reach at third.
1: No, I, I don't think so either. I mean, and I that's my favorite part of the draft is when. All the hoopla is gone from round one. Now two through seven. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Now we're getting into the guys that nobody talks about. But you actually in your head, when you're sitting there on a Saturday morning and you're saying to yourself, I know that this guy could be great. I know this guy is raw or something like that. And that's my favorite. So if a guy like Zach Allen is still there and the Packers take a chance, I'd be happy with that one. I'd be happy with them. If they took a chance on Dexter Lawrence from Clemson, Christian Wilkins from Clemson, because
2: yeah, yeah where, when I, where would you take them? Because I don't think I don't think I'd take either one of them. rounds. I think I'd, if you're doing Dexter Lawrence,
1: I would say second round. Second round, Dexter yeah, no, Lawrence. They
2: won't be there. they they're, they're going to go first round.
1: Yeah, Farrell's going to go first round. Wilkins.
2: I think both of those
1: go first round. Wilkins might go late first round, early second round. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying there. I but, don't
2: think he gets out of it first. As a matter okay. of fact, my, the team I, I paid a lot of attention to till the last couple of years, I, I think this, I, he fits with the Philadelphia Eagles do very well. I, I think Eagles could, would, would take him at 25 if, if he's still on the board,
1: depending on who else is there. If they took Wilkins or Lawrence? Either one. They okay. would love either one. I just figure right now, if you're a fan of the Clemson defensive line and you got all of these great pros coming out, very mature, very hungry I mean, for this. You
2: forgot the other one, too. Brian. I would take – if Brian – I see people have Brian going, like, really right. late. Man, I'd love oh, to get him in yeah. the fourth round. I wouldn't mind him at all. Like, again, fourth or fifth round, like where, where people say he might go. I'll, I'll – I'll, Again, I'll drive to Clemson and pick him up
1: too. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna need one of those big Cadillac Escalades, then, right? You're gonna have to make sure no, you I have got, one of God, those. I
2: don't have an Escalade. But I, have, I have a pretty nice car. <laughs> the, the players will mind driving in,
1: in my car. <laughs> this is the Back of Day Podcast on iTunes. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me is Mark Echol of com. We're getting you ready. For the NFL draft, and we're going all defensive line, baby. We're giving you the no, good, the an bad, and the ugly. Huh?
2: Let me throw an to at you that a lot of people. I mean, let me just draw that because I, I have mixed feelings on this guy.
1: Okay. Okay. Ed
2: Oliver for Houston.
1: You know, it's really tough when it's your final year in college and you have a knee injury and then you say no to the bowl game. And I figure right now, it kind of goes back to, go back to this for a second, and I know it's a different position, but go back to Todd Gurley and the Rams. You know, Todd Gurley was Mm -hmm. one of the top running backs out there. Suddenly, he has this weird injury, and it continues to limber throughout the weeks. The thing about Ed Oliver, he was electrifying. He was spectacular. His game film was bouncing off the TV. It was looking great. And then he gets hurt. But then it continues to linger on. Yep. And then he says, okay, forget it. I'm done. And it's it's a different story compared to Nick Bosa. Because Nick Bosa knew that, okay, I'm just not going to play the season. I'm going to make myself better. Get myself in great shape. He goes to the combine. Knocks it out of the park. And Oliver, eh, meh, yeah. mediocre. And I just don't know if I really buy it quite yet. I
2: don't either. I'm not, I don't... All right, so if he's there at twelve,
1: okay. You,
2: and you're all right, and and you're the Packers, okay. Do you take him? I don't
1: think I do. I don't. I, I don't way because way. it just goes back to Justin Harrell. He was injury. Oh he was injury oh prone all God, through you Tennessee. You
2: had to ruin my whole day.
1: I had to do it because we have to remind Packer fans that if Ed Oliver is there, remember. Injury prone. It was a lingering injury throughout the season, and he even said no to the bowl game, which took away reps, which took away this opportunity. And guys like Nick Bosa and Cleveland Farrell and all that all jumped on it and put their stock up. Right now, I figure Ed Oliver, he's still there, but I'm just a little iffy on that injury prone, and I don't want I I don't want a college football player that came in with an injury in their last year uh, into right. here, because that's yep. what happened to Justin Farrell.
2: So I'm I'm really hoping, and I think you agree with me, we're hoping Oliver goes and Gary goes.
1: Yes, and, yes. Uh, you know, let
2: those guys go, and then Farrell might be there.
1: If if the Packers got Cleveland Farrell, I, wow. Oh, like a coach, I got coached. That would be, he's my. I'll beat you there. I mean, I'll get on I a plane. This, he might be my favorite player in the entire draft. He was my favorite player in college football because I told you this, Mark, when we were about to come on today. I told you I love defense, but my favorite position is defensive line because that's my bread and butter. That's what I played throughout my years when I was a kid, when I was in junior high, high school, watched it all through college years. I mean, that was my favorite position. It's always has been. That's why my favorite players are Reggie White, Bruce Smith, I mean, come on. Oh, and of course, uh, course Deacon Jones. Thank you. Um, I mean, living living here in South Carolina, I I, I see a
2: lot of Clemson. I mean, Clemson's on every week. Everybody Mm -hmm. here watches either either the Gamecocks or or Clemson. This year, you know, more so Clemson because the Gamecocks were just okay, whereas Clemson was was obviously great. So, yeah, I I mean, I just watch. I love that whole front, like you said. But Farrow was the one of that four that just – became my guy too i mean i just he's 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 just i think he's going to be i think he's going to be one of the best players i don't care what anybody says i don't care where he goes he's going to be better than oliver he's going to be better than gary he's going to be better at, i think i think the only two guys in this draft that i would say are going to be better and Bosa. i have to give it to Bosa. but he's probably going to be better
1: he will
2: i'm not sure about that but he's probably going to be better and the big kid from alabama uh clinton williams
1: He'll be He's gone. Pretty good too. He will be but, but gone. But
2: yeah, they, they're gonna go two, three, maybe, or two, yeah. four, depending on how you know how things go. Uh um, Mark. Yeah, the Packers have to have no shot of either one. Of them. What, about guy,
1: what about our guy? What about our guy, Montez Sweat? Where do you think he'll go? <sighs> good game, film. Really showed some versatility.
2: I I am I'm you now depending that he could go as high as number six to the Giants. Cause I know that, from what I'm told, <laughs> man, I still have some connections up there. Um mm-hmm. the Giants, I think the Giants are not going to take a quarterback at six. I'm almost I'm I'm not hundred percent sure of
1: that, but I'm well, from, seventy-five to
2: eighty five percent sure. The Giants are not taking a quarterback, they're gonna take a defensive player.
1: No, I agree because told, Matt Lobardo of NJ.com uh put out a piece about what Dave Gettleman said at his recent press conference, and he thinks that Eli Manning still has a lot of fuel yeah, uh, no, to the fire, it, it, so okay.
2: That's <laughs> right. Anyway, Poor Matt. At the Giants <laughs> at six, I think you are gonna either take Gary, uh, Sweat or Oliver. And I don't I hope they take either Gary or Oliver, but um I think the Buffalo Bills could have interest in Sweat at nine. Ooh, um, Ooh I could man, style. 11. 11. And then if he and, and then if he drafts past the Packers, I don't think he's gonna like I could see Miami at at what are they what are they, thirteen? Yes. The Dolphins.
1: Yes. Lucky
2: I number see thirteen. Dolphins. Um maybe the red nah, I don't think he fits the Redskins as well. Right? I don't think, I don't think he gets I think he goes somewhere between six would be his would be his ultimate ceiling, but I don't if the Giants pass, um like I said I, I would think he goes somewhere between nine and fourteen.
1: Yeah, and the that's thing is the, the thing is with this draft It really so. I think that I think that's where he belongs. The thing is too, Mark, that what I really love about this draft, and I and I love it how like the national media is just like oh because of Kyler Murray, you know, that's the only reason I want to watch. No. As a <laughs> legitimate football fan and writer, I wanna see defense and when we got stacked defensive lines like we're having coming into this draft, that oh, gets me be excited because so, dang okay. it. We need defense in this in the NFL. Well, this is this draft is. I mean, other than the quarterbacks
2: and uh, really Murray. Um, <laughs> yes there. I mean, this is going to be. I mean, uh, like, the, like I said, Williams and Bosa are, are going to go very early. Um, I mean, so Williams—he's well,
1: uh, ready. to... <laughs> No I mean the linebacker from Hill, uh LSU.
2: White is going to go very early. Um, it's it's going to be a defensive lineup. All those other like the guys we just talked about: Sweat and Farrell and uh, Oliver. They're all they're all, I mean, I would say the top. Let, let's just say the Packers from the top. The top twelve picks. I don't think there'll be an offensive player taken besides a, a quarterback.
1: No, I think you're right, and. I think that's what needs to happen because I'm getting tired of people saying that, oh, you know, this quarterback draft is actually pretty good. No, the only two I actually look at is Murray and Locke. That's it. Those are the only two quarterbacks I look at and go, you know, you could have a future in this league. But this is defense. And, I mean, if you're a fan of defense, if you play defense, I mean, this is the draft for you. This is where you get to see the big guys come out, throwing the hats and Make themselves look all good and proper. Got the Armani going. Really uh, putting, the, you know, saluting the crowd. It's going to be awesome. I mean, th- this no, is I, what I want. I mean, know. if you're a Bears fan, for crying out loud, this is what you want. Well, I don't want to be a Bears fan. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> in <you're> general. Defensive-minded <laughs> teams they need this kind of stuff. So, like Broncos, Bears, you know what I mean. Sorry, Packer fans. I might get some hate so on I, on Twitter. We, That's so fine.
2: We agree 100% that we don't like Gary. We're not crazy about Oliver. No, but we both love Farrell.
1: Yes. Yep. And my boy Zach Allen. I'm excited for him. I, Alan
2: later on, maybe. Just and maybe a,
1: and too. maybe a Montez Sweat drops down. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'd be fine with that oh, one too. Again, if Sweat's in at 12, and Farrell's gone, grab him. I wouldn't be upset. No. No, because Montez Sweat, like if you watch his game film, you sit there and just be like, wow, you're ready. Because not only can he get to the quarterback, but he can actually stop in motion, get out the double team, jump up and smack the ball down. Or he could sit there for a moment and then just do this little rip move or swim right through and make a complete stop and uh, make the play. There are so many things to Montez Sweat's game that really impressed me, just as similar to Cleveland Farrell. So it was kind of a, like a less watchable version of Cleveland Farrell because not many people saw Montez Sweat play.
2: I agree, yes. Well, again, I wouldn't be upset. I don't, again, I,
1: don't, I like
2: I said, it's, I think it's 50 50 if he's there, depending on what the Giants. The Giants kind of control this draft. A little bit because I think five picks Hmm. in whatever order are going to be Murray, Bosa, Williams, um, White, and who am I forgetting? Um, Oh, Allen, the the linebacker from Kentucky. Those five, I'm pretty sure they're going to be the first five.
1: I completely forgot about him. What's that? I completely forgot about that kid out of Kentucky,
2: Josh Allen. Yes. Yeah, he's a linebacker. He's good. He's very, very
1: good. He's by
2: far the best linebacker. He probably, he'll probably go three to the Jets if they don't trade the pick. Um, <laughs> so those five go. They're the, now Jets. the Giants at six. Kind of determine what happens after that. If they take I, again, I'm what I'm told. They they like Sweat. They like Gary. They like, they like Oliver. So depending on which one they take, will start a domino effect as to what you know the teams after them seven, eight, nine, ten do. Mm-hmm. It, but like like the Lions at, at eight. I'm hoping the Lions at eight
1: want the local kids and take Gary from, from Michigan. Yeah, I hope so, too. I, that would be awesome because, I, I don't know, I feel like Bob Quinn might go after Josh Allen. He might, he might say, you know what, we need a pass rusher. Let's get him. Because, I mean, Ziggy oh, Ansah. He's not going to be there at eight. Allen's going three to the Jets. Oh, you think? okay, but well, you said it oh, yourself. Yeah, you think the Jets Those might fireball. trade down.
2: With that, unless
1: you just, but then That's what They do,
2: thing.
1: They do if, the dumbest thing. If, if Alan's
2: things. there at seven and I'm the Packers, I'm trading up. If you're what? If Allen starts to slip and I'm Green Bay, I'm on the phone trying to move up to get him.
1: Ooh. And a Leave little I wrench slip. into the plans. Leave I like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake, we, we could probably it up, and we're not going to be on again until after the draft, obviously. No,
1: nope, that's correct. Um, but actually, so we might be. Able, maybe you, maybe we could try and get your, you on my podcast. Maybe we'll do a little bonus coverage. i right will be happy to do that. You know that.
2: All but right. Let me just ask you
1: this <laughs> right now for our Pack a Day listeners. Okay.
2: Tell me who the pack. I mean, again, I'm you know just who's your pick right now? Who do you think the Packers with their first pick are going to take?
1: Cleveland Farrell, the defensive end out of Clemson.
2: Oh. <laughs> I think that was from your heart. <laughs> it was from
1: my heart, not from my brain. I'll go, Montez, I'll go, Montez Sweat. Okay,
2: I'm with you. If I could, I'm hoping for Farrell. You and I both. And I, and we didn't, we didn't rehearse this. So I, I, let the listeners know. I had no idea how you thought about Farrell. You had no idea how I
1: felt. And that's what but makes it work not, so well, was was Mark. That's what makes it work wait, so wait. well. Spontaneous reaction. But anyway, the guy, I, I
2: have a strange feeling this is going to be their pick. And I think they may move down a couple spots. I think you're going to wind up with, 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 with Devin Bush, from the linebacker from, from Michigan.
1: Okay. I just okay. have a weird feeling. I don't know
2: why. Don't ask me to explain he's better it. better than I just, Gary. I just have a weird feeling. And I don't like him either. He's pretty ball, but he, he can help that middle of the defense a little bit.
1: He's a bruiser. They, I mean, Don Brown really loved coaching him last year at the University of Michigan. So I mean,
2: he, He's a sideline-to-sideline side kind of guy that – that the Packers don't have right
1: now. All right. All right, Packer All right, fans. We'll see what All right, Mark. We'll talk, talk in a few know, weeks. Right? Maybe on my podcast. Maybe. Yeah, All right. I'll be
2: happy
1: to help you. Okay, Mark. All right. Take care, Jay. Okay? All right. That was Mark Echo of Uh You can find him on there. BobAgain does such a great job on that website. Just take a look at it. Also, go to PackersTalk.com, led by the great Al Bracco. Got some of the best, young, and hungry writers, including yours truly. Uh, putting up articles every week on there, so check that out as well. We're actually about to do a Draft Central, so that is going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to do that. I am actually in charge of round three. So, also, Packer fans, get ready for this because we got a treat for you. Pack a Day and Turning Points, my podcast, is going to join forces for one night only. Yes, that's right. Andy Herman of Cheesehead TV, the founder of Pack a Day podcast will be joining me on my podcast on Tuesday evening. It'll be up on Wednesday morning, right in time for you Packer drafting maniacs to really set your boards up and uh, see what the Green Bay Packers will draft at number 12 and at number 30. I can't wait for this draft. I'm not just saying that just to get clicks and excitement. I am actually legitimately excited for this draft because it's defense, defense, defense. So when Andy Herman gave me defensive line, I was over the moon because, like I said, that's my favorite aspect of football. I want that to stay alive. Even though the NFL continues to take rule-to-rule and make defense kind of inferior sometimes, it's good to see that we got a defensive-heavy draft coming into this. And I understand you want to say, oh, the national media, they're ripping it apart. Let them. Let them. We'll, We'll sit here as football initiados and watch the draft with pride here. All right, Packer fans, I want to know your take. Uh, who will the Packers take at number 12? Who will they take at number 30? Do you have a sleeper defensive end? Go to at JakeTurnerSport or at a Pack-A-Day podcast, or you can go give a little uh, shout-out to Mark Echel at MarkEchel08. Well, fans, there you go. You got your defensive line draft guide ready for the week. And until next time, for Mark Echel. I'm Jake Turner, and the three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is Go Pack Go! Enjoy the draft, and we'll see you next time on Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365-day-a-year Pack-A-Day podcast on the Green Bay Packers.
0: Shotgun. Packers showing a blitz, and here they come. Desert looking and as he throws it deep down the right sideline. And it is the on the play. Spectacular interception by Kevin King and the nine-yard line of Green Bay. Snap to Rogers looking right. Throws the right side. Brown makes the Three-out! Oh, he reached back together it in using all six, five of his frame. Touble out. Inside the 30 and the 28 yard line. Hunter Bradley, the snap. JK Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is placement made. Kick is up. It is good! It is good! Yes. 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 Trusby Trusby. delivers the there dagger! Go. One week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight! Third and five, 13 yard line of Atlanta. Snap Ryan looks right, throws right side, intercepted to the house, Peshaw Freeland, touchdown, Green Bay Packers. 19 yard interception return, and it's 16 to 7, Packers. Rodgers looks it over, takes the snap, glitz on, they pick it up, lost the got side, they got him. single back offense behind Aaron Rodgers who ducks it under center from the 29 of Green Bay and here's the Six trailing 30 to 23, two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A gap, and here they come. Rogers looking, throws left side of the, the end zone. Yes. Here he touchdown. Yes. touchdown. Yes. Devontae Adams left corner in the end zone. From Aaron Rogers, 16 yard touchdown pass. The Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied.